Mind Over Millennial contains explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. All views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the creators of Mind Over Millennial. The creators are not licensed healthcare, finance, or life professionals, but we're happy to share our Google expertise with you. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to another episode of Mind Over Millennial. My name is Lauren. And my name is Jess. Hi. <laughs> um, we, we still have the, I don't know how many times you guys are going to have to hear it, but the stupid Zoom meeting thing. I think it, it changes. I think it's changed. Oh yeah. Her, her timber, tip top, I, whatever that. No, like the. Oh, the voice inflections? Yes, has changed. Because originally it was like, this meeting is now in progress. And now it's more like, resign, this meeting is in progress. (laughs) She's she's come to hate her life like everybody else. I mean, I feel that. It reminds me of um, Joey on Friends where he's like, wait, somebody gets to just sit there in the box and say like, leave your message after the beep. I want that job. Big facts. I want that job too. (laughs) I wonder... Does that, does whomever, like, I know there's a specific woman who, like, has the actual, like, Siri voice. Mm-hmm. Do you think that she makes royalties? I feel like she should make royalties. Based on the fact other voice actors do, I would imagine. Yeah, right? Because I ran on to this guy, TikTok, the other day that he was, like, the um, upcoming movie voice, like, coming soon to theaters now. Oh, a that new guy? voice. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I mean, he'd done a bunch of stuff that I was really familiar with. I just didn't realize because they just him. sound just mechanical enough where you're always like, is it, is it not? Is this a human? Is this a recording? What is this? Yeah. yeah. Um, really weird fun fact that I don't know why I know. Um, <laughs> but in Star Trek, the original series, the TV show, where you literally can see the strings hanging off the props instead of yes. CGI kind of style. Okay. Everything except the female computer voice uh, was done by the man that played Scotty the engineer. He did really? every single other computer-generated voice on that on that series, and the female computer was done by the woman that played Nurse Chapel. Huh. And they were they were like uncredited for it, but he just had this insane ability, and he was one of the guys that was just walked in and was like, "Oh yeah, I can do a bunch of different things with my voice." And they were like, "Okay, you're gonna be." Anytime they had like an alien voice that didn't have an actor or anything like that, it was Scotty. That's interesting. Random fact of the day. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for the fun fact. How are you, Tess? I am doing pretty well actually today. Um, I got a calendar, like a wall calendar. This is my like big busy of the week. Bear with me. Small steps. Um, 
I got a wall calendar and I've actually been like marking off how many days a week I go to the gym to get myself back into the, you know, I'm making these like gigantic purple X's because I was like, I'm going to make them happy. So they're going to be purple. Um, and so I got this wall calendar. I've been marking them off and it's making really happy because I did like five days this week, five days last week. And nice. my shoulder hates me for it, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, actual. Yeah, just push push through the pain, right? That's casual. When, when your arm pops off, don't come crying to me. That's all. I don't have health insurance. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like at this point, I literally don't have health insurance, and I Did have you not renew to, it. Well, I have to renew it by the fifteenth, so I have five okay. days at the time of this recording, not the time of this airing, but the time of this recording. I have five days to figure out my stuff. So. How are yeah. you, Lauren? Uh, I'm good in comparison to that. Hey, that was my that was my happy update. Well, not the not the gym thing. I haven't. Well, I actually we went to the gym. I went to the gym two times this week. Oh my god, you were a bad child. You were texting um, me during that, and I was not happy with you. I didn't do over six hundred pounds, so I'm fine. Oh my- <clears throat> I didn't. I'm fine. I'm fine. And, and tell on yourself. Fine. Tell on yourself. Tell <laughs> tell them what you did. <laughs> okay, fine. So I was uh, I was squat pressing because I, I, the leg press was a little too hard. So I was squat pressing because it's easier. And um, I, there was this dude that was squat pressing and he got to like 400 pounds and he was like struggling. And I was like, okay, that's pathetic. So, and like, he was a muscular dude. Like, it was just like, what the fuck, man? Like you can't manage to do 400 pounds on a squat press. Like you're not even squatting 400 pounds. You're like, you just can't do that. So I (laughs) decided to be me and I was just like, you know, I know that I'm 20 weeks pregnant, but I don't look like I am. Like, I look like I've eaten like seven tacos, but like, I don't look like I'm pregnant. So I'm just going to do what I do best and that's be a show off. And so I, I started slow. I only, I started with 360. 360 was easy. (laughs) I'm I'm giving you, I'm giving you the eye right now. She is. And then I, you know, casually went up. I, I started with 340. I'm sorry. I started with 340 and then I casually went up and I got to 500 and I was like, you know what? I could do 540. Like this is pretty easy. So oh, I got man. to 500 and then I got to 520 and then I stood up from 520 and like my groin felt like it was pulling. And I was just like, okay, I guess now is the time where I gotta just chill. And this was like at the, this was the end of the gym. So Ian came over after that and, and I was getting the weights off of one side and I just looked at him and I went, can you help me get the rest off? And he just looked at me. He was like, what are you pregnant? And I was like, yes, actually. With your spawn. Now yeah. help me. <laughs> With your dramatic ass baby. I don't even know if I said this on the last one, but we did our anatomy skin and um, the, the fucking kid. <laughs> this fucking kid this fucking kid <laughs> was obviously in my womb like he's not around yet but like he had his hand on his head with his fucking palm to the sky to the heavens like whoa is me mother 
<laughs> you probably knew you were gonna try to lift 500 and something odd pounds okay whatever you know what when i was like <laughs> when i was 13 weeks pregnant i still did 640 and that or 630 and that was you after the doctor to do that. that was after the doctor told me that i was supposed to only lift 40 pounds and it's like you know what if i'm gonna be obese according to your bmi charts i'm at least gonna lift the way that i want to lift all right that's just those are the fucking rules I mean, um, could we find a happy medium? No. Just like lift like 200 pounds, but do like 80 there's, reps. How about that? No such thing as a happy medium. Oh, I did geez. that. I did that with the, uh, what is it? The, the Kegel machine. That's not the Kegel machine. What oh, is I it? know the one you're talking yeah. about where it's like the inside of your thighs and you yeah. don't ever want to make eye contact with someone when you're using that machine. Yes, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> your hip flexor. It's, it's a hip flexor machine, but it's really just a Kegel machine or Kegel. I don't know. I think it's Kegel. I think it's Kegel. I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about. It's fine. It, it's uh, who's, who's the actor? Key and Peel. Whatever. So weird machine but um so yeah so that that was that's my happy news of the week and it was actually really nice because this week at work has been insane so it was really good to get out and do something for me and yeah have have energy again because like I literally thought that I was dying in the first trimester I was so tired it's so- I'm so glad that you're better though I yeah me so too glad you have you know Having energy is nice. I, yeah. I I never want to do this again. I never want to not have energy again. Like, at least not hormonal. Like, non having hor- having so many hormones that you have zero energy is just the I I would not wish it on my worst enemy. Like, it's just <sighs> miserable. Yeah. Like, even in in growing this human that doesn't even look like there's a human in me is also really fun. But anyways, don't rush that. Oh my god. <laughs> You will you will pop out eventually. Don't rush it. Sorry, one more one more tidbit, one more story. Oh my god! Oh my god. Why oh. do I have to be the voice of reason all the time? Oh my god! So- <laughs> Sorry. So we went to we went to dinner um, Wednesday night with uh, Ian's parents and uh, a woman who basically like helped raise him. This is his second mm-hmm. mom, um, and she keeps asking me for bump pictures and I'm just like I don't have a bump like I would love to send you anything but I literally I don't I look exactly the same and so so she's just oh sorry go ahead go ahead I was gonna smart off go ahead go ahead no go go I was gonna say the next time she asks you for a bump picture just send her a picture of your ass oh facts actually (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but so she was just like I cannot believe that you don't have a bump at all because there's another girl that's within their little vicinity of friends on Facebook Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Who's, you know, around the same time as I am gestationally. And she is just, she's giant. And like, this is a girl who went through, had to do two rounds of IVF. The first one was unsuccessful. You know, they spent $80,000 to have a fucking kid. So like, of course you obviously want like the full experience at that point. So like, it's, it's fantastic, but it's, it's bonkers. It's yeah. bonkers. And like, I'm not, I'm not upset because end all be all, like, it's going to be great for my recovery first mm-hmm. off. And second of all, like I didn't realize that my abs were still this strong right. that they're holding everything in. So like, I'm not upset. I'm not upset at my body. I just find it incredibly funny. Like, like really, I find it funny Yeah, that there's, that I'm literally 20 weeks pregnant. I am halfway through this motherfucker. And I just like, I just look 
Like I've eaten too many tacos. Like that's it. Like <laughs> I think of it as a good thing because I mean, you know, he's he's not sticking out there waiting to get whacked on a counter. Like you're good. Yeah, you and know? That, yeah, and and also, you know, he's growing perfectly fine. Like he was in the seventy third percentile. He's got a giant fucking head, but beyond that, like he's he's perfectly fine. Like he's not he's not huge. He's not small. Just yeah. a nice little nice little average boy that's just a little little dramatic like his daddy, and that's fine. So. It's okay. He's he's gonna he's gonna have plenty of like drama and spice, so he might as well start early. Oh jeez, yeah, I'm at uh, hopefully not too much drama, but there will be drama. <laughs> Speaking of drama, <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into the drama of everything, I just want to um put in a quick little, I don't know, PSA something for Lauren. Sure. Okay. Um, I introduced someone to the podcast a couple of days ago because I was like, this thing will live. We're going to introduce it. Also, we were on a car trip and I was like, I'm fucking sick of just listening to the same songs on the radio. So we're going to, we're going to do something different. I'm subjecting you to me. Welcome. And it happened to be, um, our vacation nightmares episode where we went through the ghost story and everything like that. And I still, I still, I still like the hair on the back of my neck. It's just, no. Funny that you say that like that because the person that I introduced the podcast to literally, literally goes, I live for Lauren's reactions. Like it makes the thing. I live, I live for Lauren's reactions. Uh, Well, good. I'm glad that I am the entertainment. (laughs) Girl, of course you are. I tell you this all the time. You're the main character. I'm the weird sidekick. Like you are, you are not the weird sidekick first off. Second okay of all, if, that. If, my, okay if, if my cartoonish reactions are what make this a podcast, then you're welcome. <laughs> I have graced you with my presence. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, but yes, um, this week- You're kidding. Episode, they, they actually said No, that. yes, they actually I said that. It. Like uh, 100% quote verbatim. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Just live for Lauren's reactions. Anyway. Um- <laughs> I thought you would. I thought you would enjoy that. I really but, do. I, I really do. My ego is so fed right now. Like <laughs> You're I, need welcome. I, I now I have to. I'll, I'll have to. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do yoga. I'll have to meditate <laughs> to get this giant fucking bloated head down to a normal size again. It's not. It's not. I don't know if you can see it, but it grew four <laughs> times its normal size. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, there we go. Ego fed. I feel like that's like part of my job at this point anyway. So it's fine. Just while I'm pregnant, we can go back to normal afterwards. <laughs> Wait, so it wasn't normal before? Then why did I do it before? I don't know. Cause you love me. <laughs> <It's probably> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, this week's episode. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sweating. Um... <laughs> don't say that. Now I feel hot. Yeah, I'm wearing an owl onesie, y'all. You can't see me, but I just got out of the shower right before I was supposed to get on with Lauren because I took my whiskey amaretto sour in the shower with me. There you go. So we were having a great time, like getting all sudsy, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I need to go record." So I threw on the first thing that I found, which was an owl onesie, and I don't have anything on under it. There you go. Yes, yes, queen. So we live in, we live in large. Just zip it down just a little more. Be a little racy. I can't see anything anyways because it's all covered by the mic. 
Oh my God. I keep trying to introduce the topic. It's not happening. Um, this week's topic is navigating the holidays as a millennial. Yes. Because I have been recently, um, I don't know, somehow I got invited to like four different holiday things this year. Oh. And normally I don't really do Christmas because I grew up in a family that after we moved out to the ranch and did the whole thing, like we did have a normal suburban household until I was about eight, something like that. And then we moved out to, you know, boondocks, boonies where Tess got weird, uh, weirder. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we never really did Christmas. We didn't have room for Christmas. My mom is not a fan of Christmas. She hates Christmas. She calls it icky. Um, That's actually a quote. She says Christmas is icky. Um, So, not a thing. And so every year since I've been in school, like I, in school, I remember getting this tiny little uh, two foot tall, maybe not even that little Charlie fiber Brown optic. tree. Yeah. A little Charlie Brown fiber optic Christmas tree. And that's been my Christmas tree for as long as I can remember. Um, and then this year I got the idea to do um, a Christmas party with some friends that I've had for about a year now. We've been hanging out and um, We tried to do a Christmas party last year, but it happened out away from where everybody else lives. And so the turnout was very, very small. So I was like, okay, I have room to host this year. Let's do it. And instead of doing like pajama Christmas or ugly sweater, let's do high class trash where we do like trashy games, trashy food, but we all dress up in formal wear. Fun. That sounds like so much fun. Just to make it different. Like, let's do, you know, pigs in blankets and mozzarella sticks, but everybody wears sequins and heels kind of thing. Yeah, super glam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Let's do white elephant, you know, $25, $20 max, whatever you're comfy with. If you want to do a gag gift and give somebody toilet paper, like, I don't care. Uh, We're not imposing rules here. We want to make this fun. Yeah. So got the idea to do this and... um everybody was really receptive to it. Like I was honestly shocked at how receptive people were. And I believe I'll update you if they actually show up, but right now (laughs) they've been very receptive. And another uh, friend of mine brought over a Christmas tree that's actually full size and it's sitting in my living room. It's been erected, (laughs) Um, but not, (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to throw that in there. Thank you. I really appreciate it. but not decorated yet so it's just this tree with like lights on it that come on it but there's no you know there's apparently like ribbon and the little ornaments and the everything else so we're going to decorate the tree and all this kind of stuff that was what started it all and then somehow it was like the reverberation went out through the universe that Tess was celebrating Christmas this year ah and And you got invited to everything else yeah And so now we have this holy crap navigation of the holidays, which has become stressful. And all I was trying to do was high class trash Christmas. I feel that. I honestly. Anyway, we'll kind of just have story times and Christmas holidays. And I feel like we should do bests and worsts. And how do you navigate? I love bests and worsts. Come on. I know we did like a holiday episode last year, but I don't think we did bests and worsts because I remember my worst and I don't think I covered that on the podcast. No, and we abs- I don't think we talked about our my worst either, but we can we can do it. And yes. I guess we will. Like we're doing it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. But let's like- do it. Let's do it. I know I'm throwing this on you. Sorry, love. Our, um do you want to yeah. do you want to start with worst and then we can get happy or do you want to start with best and then just bring it bring all the way the fuck down? What do you I think do? my worst is hilarious. So let's um, start let's start with that then. 
Mine's not hilarious, but. (laughs) Mine is hilarious because what I know was my worst Christmas versus what I consider my worst Christmas are two different things. Because I think by the time that I got to what it was my worst Christmas, I was so damaged that I was just like, okay, this is what we do now. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yikes. Okay, but. But spill the fucking tea, please. (laughs) Darjeeling, here it comes. Anyway. um... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm in a mood. Anyway. uh... (laughs) I'm too sober for this. (laughs) I think this is the. I'm sorry, I just had like a full on realization. I am. I'm. We recorded two episodes, and both of those episodes, I have been completely stone cold sober. <laughs> I was I was stone cold sober in the last one. This one, I've had half a drink. Okay, okay. So I'm just in a mood. I'm not. Tell me, yeah. tell me the, tell me your okay. more trauma. <laughs> Yay, trauma. Um. Okay, so what I consider to be like my most heartbreaking, and this is going to be first world problem, but whatever, it was mine. Um. My mom had a rule when I was little that each person was only allowed to give me one gift. This stemmed from her family where people went overboard on Christmas and gave like 10 or 20 gifts per person if they were small and like 8 to 10 if they were semi-larger. Like Christmas was gigantic. So, okay. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of things. Wait, just wait. So she had a rule that they could only give me one gift per person. Okay. One year, my uncle, her younger brother, his wife and two daughters, my cousins, gave sent me because we had like Christmas in Texas and they were out of state. They sent me this gigantic box. I remember there were like really cool stickers and like kids kind of office supplies and like Barbie doll and like just a bunch of random stuff in this big box. And it was probably like, you know, your standard Amazon box size. So probably to a kid, it seemed a lot bigger, but there were at least like 20 little tiny things in there that were so cool. It was like my favorite Christmas present I can ever remember getting. And I remember being ecstatic, just unboxing and being like, oh my God, I love this. And I love this. And I love this. And every individual thing was amazing. But to get them like that was so cool because it was literally everything I was interested in at the age of like five, which was about how old I was, five or six. But it wasn't one thing. So I unbox it all. And my mom goes, all right, pick one. Damn. What? And she's like, you get to pick one thing. And I don't even remember what I picked because the thing that was so cool was the gift as a whole. Right. Being like all these different things that I was interested in. And it was like this whole idea of, you know, somebody listened to everything that I had said that I was interested in. It was incredibly thoughtful. Yes. Incredibly thoughtful. Managed to get me like a little bit of everything that I loved. And she was like, nope, pick one thing. And she threw it away. You're kidding. She threw the rest away. I was allowed to have one thing. So I know that that was not my worst Christmas because my worst Christmas definitely like tops that. Um, but that, yeah, that's that was a pretty shitty childhood. That was Christmas. that was the heartbreak of the yeah. five year old going like this was the best thing I've ever unboxed and like we didn't do list to Santa, we didn't do anything like that because my mom never uh, yeah. told me about Santa or did anything like that. Like that was never a thing in my household. So yeah. this was a humongous, awesome, yeah. yeah. No. So <laughs> that was the most heartbreaking Christmas of the childhood that I can remember. But the quote, worst Christmas 
was, and I can't remember if this was two separate Christmases or if it was the same one. So I may tell this story slightly wrong. I apologize, but it, it was either consecutive Christmases or the same one. Um, we got ready for Christmas and my adoptive little brother and his mom were in from Michigan and, um, we got everything set up because they had just kind of been uprooted. They'd had some really big life and family changes. And so we were making sure that they had a safe and comfy place to be at Christmas. Very kind. And well, no, that's not, that's not what I'm going for. It was just that happened no, to be that's the what you circumstance do. of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my dad did not get anyone Christmas gifts. Okay. He got me one coffee cup. Okay. He got no one else Christmas gifts. And my little brother, darling sweetheart that he is, I love him. His name is Johnny. I'm going to give him a shout out because he's amazing. Yelled at my father. Oh, I think Johnny was 10, 12, maybe. Like he was oh. little. And I mean, he went toe to toe with this man and was just like, you suck. Wow. <laughs> like straight up dressed his ass down. So my dad thought that the way to remedy this was to go to Dollar Tree. And get a Dollar Tree present. No, no. <laughs> we got erasers and pencils and a three-hole punch. Yes. <laughs> this is precisely the way that you remedy a situation. <laughs> and then he didn't wrap them. He gave us each a plastic bag with them. Yes. <laughs> And I want to stress, I want to stress, because this sounds like a hugely first world problem, and it is, I want to stress that money was not an issue that <laughs> in the slightest, my dad has a really good retirement, like, money was not a problem. He just no, this was incredibly it. just, it, it was on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there, we, we were not hurting for money. Everybody else got amazing gifts. I think my dad ended up with the most gifts that Christmas, and they were the most well thought out. Like, mom and I both had gone out and gotten like eight gifts apiece for him and been like, hey, which is super ironic because now my family does not do the one gift thing, like in this slightest of ever. Of course. Now it's like multiple gifts per person. Um, but yeah, I just want to stress that this was not like a hurting for money thing because I know that some people have like really tight around Christmas and I'm definitely realizing that more as I'm getting older and having more people to buy for and more bills to take care of. Yeah. But that was not the case in this case. And it was just... Bruh. Yeah. So those were probably the ones where I was just like, hmm, this is, this is, hmm, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I think it's funny. Well, I've got I've got one that's a super downer, and then I'll just talk about a petty one. But um, hmm. um, I hope mine don't come across as petty. I don't mean for them to. No, 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 no. Um, but back when Ian and I first got married, um, mm -hmm. it was 2016, and Nana, who is now departed from this world, uh, mm -hmm. she was diagnosed with cancer. And, uh, she, we, Ian and I got married in February of 2016 and she was fine. She was healthy. She was a little tired, but things were kind of normal. And then yeah. by the summer of that year, she had just taken a downward spiral and, you know, due to chemotherapy and everything else, um, we really thought that this was her last Christmas. Like she just, right. she wasn't doing well. She was tired and lethargic and could hardly really walk. She couldn't take herself to the bathroom, like a lot of things like that. Um, and so I convinced Ian that this was really important to me that he at least spend one Christmas with my family. 
yeah. and we do it with, you know, the whole family. And so we went to Alabama cause that's where they were living at the time. And <sighs> one part of the, the part that made this a really shitty holiday was, um, we weren't really allowed to go see my Nana. Um, my papa what? had been battling dementia at this time and nobody knew that, but, um, mm. he had made some very strange rules, which now looking back on it makes a little bit more sense, but, uh, I was not allowed to go see my Nana okay. and my aunt was tasked with making sure that I didn't get to see Nana. And so we didn't really get to spend a whole lot of time with her. And the like two times that we did get to see her, um, was when my brother's girlfriend at the time came and, uh, I hugged my Nana and she mistook me for my brother's girlfriend that he was, she was meeting for the first time ever. Oh. And so that was devastating. Um, yeah. and then on Christmas Eve, my dad, my brother and myself got into a huge fight, um, where essentially I can just remember screaming at them that, um, yeah, I was, I was selfish for wanting to spend time with my dying grandmother because it's essentially what they both were saying to me. And, um, it was really, really shitty. <laughs> it was a really shitty time. And there was a, there was a bit of time after that where I was kind of content with just cutting out my dad and my brother. And thankfully now we, we all have really good relationships, but, um, I'm sure Sean, this isn't the way you wanted your shout out, but hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got but, better. It's okay. <laughs> well, the relationship got a lot better, but, um, you know, it, and it's, it was just an emotionally charged time and it, that was absolutely the worst Christmas I think I've ever had. But on the flip side of that, the worst Christmas that I thought I ever had was I was 13 or 15 and uh, same aunt that was, you know, the guard dog between me and my dying grandmother who I mm -hmm. don't get along with and don't really give a shit for. Uh, and I don't know who, I don't, I don't know. I don't care who hears that. Um, she got me a, well, she got her sons and had her sons open up in front of the rest of us, like $200 toys. And like at the time, like we would do a Christmas at home with like really expensive gifts that, you know, the immediate family got each other. So like the nuclear yeah. family had a Christmas and then we would go and we would do presents with everybody else where we gave everybody, mm -hmm. everybody else presents. Um, so she had her kids open up like $200 worth of toys and like they're 10 years younger than me. So like, I don't fucking care. Like it didn't, it didn't matter. That wasn't the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, she got me a $10 Claire's gift card. Mm. <laughs> and like, I think this is the last gift I ever got from her. Yeah. And like, honestly, like I don't, again, I don't care. Um, the afterthought but, is only more <laughs> insulting than the forgetting. Right. Like I would just, at that point, just don't get me something like and I don't like again I don't care right and I never used it like that's the other thing too is you wasted ten dollars because like I'm I'm 15 like what the fuck am I gonna go to Claire's for and like I'm not a costume jewelry person anyways so you got yeah. me a ten dollar gift certificate to fucking Claire's like bro what am I gonna do buy like one sequence for my big toe like what the fuck gonna do with ten <laughs> dollars at Claire's I love that so so anyway yeah that was that's the that's the petty worst Christmas I think I've ever had I've been really blessed I feel like we've been pretty good at having we we always had really good traditions and going and spending time with people and the one mm -hmm. thing that like now as an adult I kind of understand is a bit weird but like when we would go to St. Louis to visit my dad's side of the family we would always spend a day at the cemetery 
where his mom was because his mom died the April, I think April 7th of the year that I was born. So I never got to meet her. Um, so every year that we would go to St. Louis, like ever since I was a baby, baby, not a whole day, but like we would go and make a day trip of going to the, um, our military cemetery there because my grandpa had fought in world war well my grandpa had been trained to fight in world war ii he joined the army air corps in like 1945 and had just finished training and then got gotcha. ended yeah <laughs> so, so that's a blessing though it is it is it's definitely it yes <laughs> i mean we're all here so yeah that's a blessing so uh so yeah but you know there was a little little plot that he had either bought or been you know i don't i don't know if world war ii vets kind of got like a part of that as your i have no really shitty thing works. but like a part of your benefits is <laughs> you sign up to go yeah, to I've, this war where I've, you're probably gonna no die idea. so <laughs> but it was it was a gorgeous cemetery and you know by the time like i was i think we would go there on even years so by the time i was eight like i was usually the one that found grandma first and we just mm-hmm. stand there for about 15 minutes in the cold sleet of st louis <laughs> yeah and and there were always like deer nearby like it was really peaceful it was very pretty but that's, that's really sweet. Yeah. But those were our those were our traditions. I mean, those were the only kind of that's the only morbid thing that we ever did. I never was stuck to one present. Like <laughs> I feel and like again, that- I know it's a first world problem. That's why I want to stress that like it was totally by choice and not like I don't feel like that's a first world problem when you're literally given a bunch of toys as a child and then you're told to pick one and then it's thrown away. Like yeah. that and I guess it, it teaches you to not be materialistic, but at the same time, like you're you're a kid. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. My, I remember the question that I asked at the time was, I did not ask for this. Why am I being punished for it? I think that's valid. And I remember asking, or at least like the five-year-old brain was trying to ask that question. I don't know how well I worded it. I got, I got slapped a lot for asking. (laughs) Okay. I only got slapped literally actually once, but I got verbally slapped a lot for asking why. And she yeah. said that was like talking back when my brain was literally like, this does not make sense. Why are question. we doing this? Yeah. yeah. And I remember at that point, it was like, I didn't ask for this. This is just a gift. Like, why can't I accept it? And it was, no, I told them. Like, I told them. Mm. And I was like, but I so didn't be mad why, at them. I am like, be why am I being punished? I didn't. Yeah. And that was, that was like what it stuck in my head as was, this is a humongous punishment. Yeah. And I was well, like, I, I mean, as a child, it is. And it's, again, it's not, yeah. it shouldn't be your cross, you know, pun intended, not pun intended with Jesus because it's Jesus's birthday. But it, it's not your cross to bear when adults don't right. want to follow other adults' rules. Like, if yeah. that was the case, then you should have opened the box. And Mama been Dula, fine. Like- yeah. And, <laughs> and also, like, it was not consistent because I remember, like, two years later, I got this humongous box from my dad's sister of just like different things that I could use. And that one I wasn't, I didn't have to pick. Yeah. It was just like this one thing. She chose that hill. And I was just like, that was the hill to die on. Yeah. What, what I, and I just remember being just crushed. Yeah. So I don't know it again. I really look at it as a first world problem because I was a blessed kid, you know, and I remember like one of my favorite things to do is when we got to go visit my grandma before she got, um, 
she also had dementia. So before yeah. she started to slip and she was um, in her own house and all that kind of stuff, we would sometimes go up there during the holidays and she loved the holidays. That was her thing. She loved birthday celebrations. She could make a celebration out of a Wednesday just because Aww. and just so happy and um, we would always go look at Christmas lights around Jonesboro with all the yeah. really old, gigantic houses that are up there, you know, yeah. like almost plantation style. Yeah. Gorgeous when and they're all big lit old up. trees too. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so pretty. And I think that's probably where like my, you know, overblown love of Christmas comes from. Yeah. But, uh, now it's just like, oh goodness, it's a minefield. So I'm... <laughs> I'm trying personally, and I've been asking people. I probably sound like an absolute dork because everybody is just at this point is just wait, like. Wait, wait, we up. told we told sad stories or like semi sad stories. No, no, no your, I'm moving into happy. Oh, what's your best? Well, I Christmas? was moving into happy. Okay, um, I want your best Christmas though. I want that story. I'm gonna have. Is to there one? Will you go first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay. So my best Christmas because like my parents usually let us pick our presents or like say like here's mm-hmm. here's a budget you know spend what's on the budget and like that was always it. So I even remember one Christmas where like I got to go to Toys R Us and like pick out X amount of dollars worth of toys. But that but that wasn't the best sweet. Christmas. Yeah, it was actually kind of fun. It's really sweet. Yeah, but um, we didn't believe in Santa Claus either. By the way, my mom definitely mm-hmm. made it known that she was Santa. So yeah, no, there was no <laughs> Santa in my house. Like we. We talked about, like, my mom told me who Saint Nick was, and she also did, like, Santa is Satan thing, and, like, there were all of these other explanations, but there was never a Santa is Santa. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, Santa is Satan. That's new, but that's fine. Um, Anyways. um, You haven't heard that one? No. (laughs) No. I don't want to do it now. (laughs) Don't want to. No, no, no. It's it's a weird one. It's not creepy. It's not creepy. It's weird. Okay. It's if you rearrange the letters in Santa, you get Satan. And so it's like how he spells his name when he's trying to fool us type like Marshall Erickson, literally like that's what my mom told me. Interesting. Because he sees you when you're sleeping. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's still creepy, but yes. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) It's not not a ghost story. So does God at that point, you know, God sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're going to heaven or hell. It's okay. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sweating again. Oh God. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh geez. I think I think it was like nine. I was nine or ten, and we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't go anywhere for Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think this was the same year that I got to pick out my toys too. But my dad got me um, these little this this gorgeous little jewelry box that had a heart little bronze heart on the inlay mm-hmm. of it and this tiny little wood box with a heart inlay and um when i opened up the box it had these really cute petite heart like uh, open heart earrings that had little diamonds all around them Aww. so it was this little hollow heart and then the little heart part had the little diamonds and that like I and I was really young, so like I wasn't fully into jewelry like I am now. But mm-hmm. like, and I lost one of those earrings like when I was like thirteen or something, and it broke my heart. But that was the best Christmas because, and still to this day, and I think it's really been the best Christmas because it was the most thoughtful. Yeah, and like my parents don't, and they just they don't do surprises, and that's perfectly fine. Like, but it was just a really sweet, kind gesture 
from my dad. And it, yeah. So that was, I think that's, that's that's my best Christmas. Yeah. That's really sweet. I love that. We did the pick your presents too thing, or at (laughs) least like, tell me what you want and you're probably going to get what you tell me eventually kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think of my best Christmas came to me. Yay. Um, <laughs> I had to go there way back one. there in the archives. Oops. Um, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I feel you so bad. Sound, you don't sound ungrateful. Uh, Christmas is a really hard time for me. I'm sorry, guys. There's a lot of trauma Christmas there. Is okay. the one, Christmas is the one day a year my mother cries every year, like clock, clockwork. Like, <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. No, that's what that's the marker for Christmas. Is It's not truly Christmas if mom hasn't cried. Wow. Like that's the marker for Christmas. And I'm so sorry to be saying that, but like, that's how bad Christmas has got by the end of it. I remember one year mom and I snuck into her bathroom to exchange gifts on Christmas Eve because, um, we weren't sure that dad was going to do anything for Christmas. So we're like, we'll save a few back, but like, what did we actually get each other? And we like snuck into her bathroom Mm -hmm. to exchange gifts. And yeah, no, like it was, it was really bad. Um, so Christmas is kind of heavy and I'm really trying to lift that this year. Um, that's why you're doing four holiday things. Apparently. Um, so no, uh, but my very best Christmas, the one that I can remember, like truly just like spirit of Christmas, which I think I've literally been trying to recapture since this time was, I'm not crying. I've spit in my throat. Um, (laughs) you can cry too. That's okay. I don't want to cry. I've spit in my throat. Um, anyway, (laughs) uh, it was the very first year dad decided that I was old enough to help put up Christmas decorations. Oh, cute. And so we had these like really, the really old gigantic Christmas lights that we put in the bushes outside. We were still in Friendswood. So I was again, really, really small. Um, I remember that was the first year that I got to help put up the Christmas tree and we had a Christmas tree that was like eight or 10 feet tall. So I was doing as much as I could, you know, reaching as high as I could. And he would get on the ladder and like put everything up. And then he lifted me and like, I got to help adjust the star. It was, it was too big because he had this gigantic circular, like star of David that had a bunch of different lights in it. Um, and then he let me help set up the, um, the little locomotive on the bottom that goes around the bottom yeah. of the tree. He had one of those with the little smokestack and everything. Aww. Got to help do that. And um, like that was just Magic. Christmas. Yeah. But the really cool thing was years later, mom had decided that we weren't doing Christmas that year. And I came home on like December 23rd or something like that. And she was like, no, I'm just had it. Like, we're not doing Christmas. I'm sick of this shit. Like, no, no Christmas is happening. And Christmas was canceled. And I could tell dad was heartbroken because he loves Christmas, spirit of Christmas. He would play Christmas carols all year long if mom would let him, like, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Because what he loves to do is sit in his recliner with the, with the tree and the lights and, like, dark everything and then put on the vinyl Christmas records. And, like, that's his thing. Aww. So, like – Going from him and I setting up together to this was a couple of years ago when he was not feeling well. He's been poorly in health for a while. And mom decided there was no Christmas. So Christmas Eve, everybody went to bed and I went and found the Christmas boxes and was just like, fuck it, we're having Christmas. And at like three in the morning, I was setting all this stuff up. I, it was a tiny tree. It was only like three feet tall, but I was like, we're going to have a tree. We're going to have all the lights I can find. I'm going to put them on everything. I don't care. I decorated the whole house at like three in the morning. For you. 
I went to bed. I was so tired. And apparently my mom told me this later. He got up and he cried because he was so happy that I had like forced Christmas to happen. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yay. I got to make it good for him. That's so So sweet. It's like good Christmas as a kid and then getting to like pay that back later. But it was kind of the same memory of like me and dad setting up Christmas together. That's really sweet. I love that. See, but like that just, it just proves to me that this is, you are a truly thoughtful holiday person. I just don't know how to like feel that externally. <laughs> Sorry, my cat sneezed. sneezed yeah, I know. <laughs> that sneeze was Poofa. He's crawled up on the desk with me. He's definitely going to be in the recording. And that's Sorry. <laughs> he's very sweet. He can be our Instagram picture this time. He, he is very sweet. He's a very sweet old boy. <laughs> Yes. But like, I think, I think it makes total sense that everything that you have experienced and then leading into wanting to have that happy Christmas mm-hmm. vibe, like it makes total sense to me that you're kind of just being thrust into <laughs> all right. these holiday things. I was just like, okay, oh, hey, we're going to do Christmas. And then everybody's like, Tess is doing Christmas, Christmas. And I was like, oh God, that wasn't what I meant. Christmas threw up. Okay. So when when you envision what you want Christmas to look like as an adult, it obviously doesn't look like four different Christmas events. Well, no. Um, I love I love lights. That's definitely something I get from dad is Christmas and lights are yeah. very closely tied together. And honestly, it's not really that materialistic. Like White Elephant is cute. Secret Santa. I'm doing my very first ever Secret Santa this year. Um oh. Yeah, I had no idea. The guy asked me today who's orchestrating everything. He was like, tell me some some interest. And I was like, I just blanked. I can't remember anything <laughs> about myself. I don't um, know anything. I was like, I, know, I don't know I what am, I like. I am this human inside this vessel. You're correct. But I don't remember anything that I like. Literally. literally I was just like, oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> Why does that always happen though? Like that literally always happens. Somebody's just like, so tell me about you. I don't fucking know anything about me. My, my least favorite question ever is, so what are your hobbies? I have none. <laughs> I definitely don't do jujitsu. That's the one thing that I don't do. Girl, Not you can't me. tell people that. You cannot tell people I, that. That's probably true. I, I have literally, I have told too many people that. And you get one of two reactions, which is, oh, that's hot. Or <laughs> in you're that fucking, voice, too. You're a fucking psycho. If that's, the, if that's the reaction that you have, you're That's fucking. reaction number one. That's the better reaction. Oh, okay. Reaction number two is, oh, I can take your ass. Well, you're also a fucking psycho. Both of those are psycho. What's like, if you, why? <laughs> I wasn't asking you. I was telling you that this was a hobby of mine. This is my therapy, so I don't have to go to therapy because you know therapy. Like, meh. I think the next time anybody asks me, and I know we're going on a tangent, but I think the next time somebody asks me, "What are your hobbies?" I'm just gonna say like collecting lamps or something, <laughs> like something that's just absolutely absurd. Also, that brings me to another thing. Look at this tiny little lamp that I got for Teddy. It's R2D2. Is that an R2D2 lamp? I love that. I love, I love that you did your nursery in Star Wars. I love that so much. And I, I know you can't do like a full mural on the wall, but I think the sticker mural or something like that would be amazing. It'd be cute. Yeah, it'd be very cute. I'm trying to convince my mom that it'll come off, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, it'll come off. She'll be fine. And if not, it's a really quick repaint. It's not like painting over a mural with dark paints or anything oh, like yeah. that. 
yeah okay so anyways the white the secret santa oh yes you know my first secret santa so like he asked me what i liked i was like oh so i came up with because that one is for our gym christmas party so jujitsu is not like a faux pas subject because we all do jujitsu um there will also be plenty of interesting people there so um <laughs> I said, um, coffee, jujitsu, and my dog. I was like, is that, is that an okay list? He was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, okay, That works. Cool. That works. I feel like that's a really broad range if you think about it. Well, and I feel like there's so many things that you can get somebody that enjoys coffee. Oh, like, yeah. Like just I mean, from mugs alone. You, there's right. so many. <laughs> like, yeah, I collect coffee cups, like different types of coffee make me so happy. Anything that goes with coffee, like, oh yeah, that was why that, that one popped into my head. I was like, oh, that's easy. That's so like easy, easy. Well, and everything that you could do with coffee is also within some, some sort of budget that's $20. Right. Yeah. So I think that's perfect for Secret Santa. <laughs> I was trying so hard. Anyway, so... um we're doing the gym Christmas party with secret Santa. And then for the high class trash friends, miss, we're doing a white elephant because we had enough people where it was like, I don't want to figure out secret Santa. And like, if no. we don't get a per like, no, 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 let's just do white elephant. And it's enough people with similar likes, you know, if you get like an alcohol or a card game or whatever, like right. they'll, Every, they'll everybody all be, will be happy. Content. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're doing just white elephant for that one. And then um, I think I have a family Christmas that I may or may not be going to where I told there would be pajama like uniforms. Yes. <laughs> so like, Absolutely okay. fucking yes. I have always wanted to be that family that does pajamas for Christmas. Oh my God, dude. This family does pajamas for Christmas, and they've also been featured on Good Morning America like four times because Shut of their up. Christmas lights that Shut are up. actually like linked to the radio station, and Shut the lights play with the Shut Christmas up. radio. No, 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 I'm serious. I'm no. serious. I've they pulled out the clips. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. <laughs> so I've gone from. The no Christmas family to the Good Morning America Christmas to, family, and I don't know, I don't know, I am a fish out of water. Like these fins don't work on the air. I don't know what is, to do with my life. I, but that's so perfect. <laughs> like that is the epitome of what this. This is the epitome of the test that I envision. This is what you need. I this, don't know what to do with my hands at this uh, point. Like I uh, <laughs> literally, Tess, Tess has found herself in somewhere she doesn't understand. Help! <laughs> I like this for you. This, I don't know what to do with this for me. This brings me pleasure. I'm glad it brings you pleasure because it brings me terror. It just makes you mildly uncomfortable. It'll be fine. Okay, it's not as bad as someone singing me happy birthday, but it's up there. I didn't know you didn't like that. Oh, I hate that. Hmm. That's one of my top worst ever. No. Unless there's a free something involved and then I'll put up with it. Oh, okay. That's, that's if, if we're doing it to get something for free, like I did it to get a free bottle of like cheap champagne um, this last birthday because they got free drinks. Cool. Free drinks. Oh, 100%. Okay. I know, I know exactly me. where you were talking about. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> fine. But if we're just doing it to do no. Aww. No, no. <laughs> You're not a happy birthday, Mr. President type person. Dude, you just heard my Christmas stories. Do we really need to go over birthdays next? No, 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 no. This can wait. <laughs> Both of our birthdays passed. Well, you know, when when we're doing this podcast at thirty, 
then we can talk about birthdays. So but in like two and a half, three years? Shut up. Yes. <laughs> fine. I'm about to be a mom. I don't know why like the number 30 is like my fucking worst enemy, but. You could be a grandma in 15 years. <laughs> I fucking better not be. I'm sorry. Ooh, I was going to say some real sketchy shit, but I better not be. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Teddy boy, no, sir. I'm sorry. Not I'm paying. Sorry. I am not raising another kid <laughs> after this one, let alone that one's kid. I just get by, join the military. You get a, I'll, I'll sign the paper that says you get to do it early, buddy boy. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my God. Support your own child. Anyway. <laughs> Back to Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Something that I have been asking people, and I would love to know from the listeners as well, because Tess is trying to recreate and save Christmas because we're trying to recapture the Hallmark magic. Not quite that corny, but you know, what are literally thought you said horny? I'm so sorry. <laughs> corny. <laughs> corny. <laughs> we are all corn stars here. No, just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> Kidding. What's your OnlyFans? <laughs> if only I had one. No. Um, <laughs> feet pics only. <laughs> right. No, I have ugly feet. Fuck that. Anyway, um, <laughs> what are your favorite Christmas traditions or what would traditions would you like to keep as an adult? Because I'm looking for new traditions to implement. Yeah. So if our listeners have some that they would like to bring forward on our Instagram, Tess would really appreciate them. Or Lauren, if you have things, because I'm I'm trying to find, like I want to do a light walk this year. Oh, yeah. Or like a light tour, that kind of thing. But I don't have a lot of traditions. I'm trying to build them. So I would always do, if you're going to go do a light tour, bring some hot cocoa with you just because Ooh. it's like something that's a little extra special. And if you want to mm-hmm. make it extra, extra special, you can put a little, little bit of Bailey's in it. Um, I have discovered Bailey's for the first time this year in my coffee and it's making so me very good. happy. So good. Um, I can't wait to have some, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that for me, I love to do is I made a tradition with Ian where every year we get some kind of um, Christmas ornament Mm. that we will have for that specific year. So when we were in Texas in 2016, I went to the Austin Capitol uh, with Paige and we hung out there and they had a Christmas ornament and it was on sale because it wasn't Christmas time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this because we live in Texas and it has a little, you know, it says Austin, Texas. It's a little Christmas tree. It's very cute. We're going to get that. Um, And then this last year, we went to, when Ian came back from deployment, we went to Disney and we went to the Star Wars new little built mm-hmm. thing there because he had read all of like, he's been reading all of the fucking Star Wars books, but when he was bored on deployment, he would read Star Wars books on his Kindle. And so I went to one little shop and he went to another little shop and we actually met up in the middle. We both had bags and I got him something and he got me something. Oh, <laughs> and I love that. I got him this little tauntaun. It screams. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest fucking thing, but it's the, it's so good. It's so great. Love it. He, Absolutely he was so love happy it. Of course, got, it's a boy. He's it screams. Right, and, and he got me a Christmas ornament, and it it's the Millennium Falcon in this Star Wars little like pavilion that's Disney, 
And hmm. so that, you know, it, it was, I actually, I teared up because I was just like, that's really sweet. Love that. Uh, so that's, that's our tradition. And it, again, it's something where it's, it's really easy. It's simple to do. We have one from, we have like a little jackrabbit from the Shenandoah Valley when we went to Shenandoah, but like, that's our tradition of like where, when we travel somewhere or when we move or something's a milestone or whatever, that's what yeah. we do. So. I love that. Yeah, That's it's a cheap little keepsake thing too. No, but like it's so personal. Personal is always the best. Like, right. I it, it's not about price. It's not about the money thing. It's about did you think about it? Because I mean, the, my favorite Christmas memories didn't have anything to do with gifts. No, they don't, and they don't, and they don't. And I mean, like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing too. Is um, we came home. Obviously, we're living at my parents' house, and my parents went out for a weekend, and we had put up the tree to take Christmas pictures. And so while my parents were out, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy, you know, some basic tinsel and ornament stuff because they're still under renovation. So all of their shit is just everywhere. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they want a sense of normalcy. So I decided to decorate the tree for them and they came back and they're really happy that the tree is decorated, you know? Yeah. Simple stuff like that. It sets the season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean... (laughs) When we lived in Texas, I had my, we had a tiny little four foot tree in our mm-hmm. apartment for two years. I didn't, I put it up and I never took it down. <laughs> and like, I think it was in the middle of November because I still didn't have a job. I started wrapping just boxes mm-hmm. and just making bows out of paper, like yeah. cardboard paper because I was so fucking bored. <laughs> like, it was, it, Christmas is always a way I guess as an outlet to also be creative. Yeah. So like if you're into, and we don't do this, but like if you're into like cookie decorating, cause like there's so many people that love to do cookie swaps and like just cookie decorating in general, you don't even have to be good at it. It's just about doing it. Yeah. And like, have you ever done a gingerbread house? I have done gingerbread houses once or twice, I think in college. Oh, see, I've never done one. I kind of want to do one. But it was kind of fun. It was interesting. I wasn't very good at the decorating, but I enjoyed the making the house part. Yeah. Like the actual building of the house. I feel like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be good at building the house. I feel like it would just fall. <laughs> it wasn't too hard. You just extra icing. It looked, it works like glue. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But those are, those are a few of like my traditions. I love the lights and there are like so many things now that are becoming like really popular. Like you said, like the walks mm-hmm. and here in Tampa, they have a, uh, a thing called uh enchant or something like that oh yeah okay i think i've kind of heard of that or yeah it might be something that's like around well i think it is i don't think it's specific to tampa but like basically they take the the baseball stadium here mm-hmm. and they turn it into just like a winter wonderland for a little bit and you can walk oh, around cool. and they have a little tiny oh, skating yeah. part yeah okay yeah there are those around here i remember now because there's yeah. one in arlington and i think there's like a mini one here in fredericksburg in texas yeah um because i have some friends that have been to them so yeah that's really cool well and i think near colleen too like there's um not to triangulate but like they're they they have enough of the german population that mm-hmm. sometimes they do like they have a they do an Oktoberfest I know for sure but I'd I'd be curious if they do like little Christmas markets you know I think in the area that I'm in right now there's more Christmas on the square 
yeah. style, which is like original Texas versus the Enchant, which brings in some northern vibes because they create the like ice very, skating rinks and that kind of very thing. northern vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, not so Christmas. <laughs> no, I think we still in the South do kind of the Christmas on the square style because they actually already did that. It's usually first week in December, and I had forgotten about that, so I missed it. So next yeah. year, it's a, no, yeah, absolutely, it's okay. We're building. We're we're figuring this out as we go along. It's you. You're supposed to really get to know yourself in your 30s. So hey, I'm I'm on the cutting edge. We are ahead of the curve. Anyway, um, <laughs> as always, I am above average. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. but we're building traditions. I love that because I did do a light show one time like several years ago. That was not as cool to me because I was like, mm, that's it's cool, but it's not Christmas. Yeah, no, light shows are interesting, but like in that we went, uh, we started doing a tradition where we would go to Trans-Siberian Orchestra concerts. Yeah. And like, honestly, real dope concerts, real interesting concerts. Um, you go to one or two and you finally eat, like you, you get it, but it's yeah. a, it's a cool, it's a cool thing to do. So like, I don't know if they do like Christmassy themed, like they, obviously Trans-Siberian Orchestra does. And they always come to, you know, this area around the same time every year. They did Austin this past weekend, I believe, like two okay. days ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you ever wanted to, I would yeah. suggest doing it at least once. Like it's interesting, but like it's an expensive thing to make into a yearly habit <laughs> for the same that. show, essentially. Like, and it's not a bad show, but it's, it's the same show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Christmas traditions. The only one that I can remember that was like a really long standing Christmas tradition was um, we did one present each on Christmas Eve. Yes. Yeah. Like you got to pick one present from the tree on yeah. Christmas Eve and that was the thing you opened and it was kind of like exciting for Christmas morning. And then yeah. Christmas Day was the one day that there weren't like um, dietary or entertainment restrictions. Like growing up, it was, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can only have so much sugar, you can only consume so much TV. Yeah. And Christmas was like a free pass day where you could sit in front of the TV and eat chocolate all day. And that was always fun. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fun. A, a day of indulgence is always needed. And you yeah. Know, yeah. That was, that was definitely yeah. Christmas, which I love that part of it. And that was amazing. And I don't want to make it out to like all my childhood Christmases were bad. I just know they were extremely untraditional and some of them left scars. So we deal and we move on. <laughs> and we create our own traditions. And Lauren is our therapist. <laughs> and Lauren exists. That's about it. I don't, I don't take any credit for being a therapist. Well, you are my therapist and I abuse that oh. fact. So you should probably be paying you at this point. <laughs> no, no. Somebody else can pay me. You know, we can just get a, we can, we can actually open up a Patreon or something. We'll figure that out, but there we go. Anyway, (laughs) that is our episode for this week. Just Christmas drama traditions and childhood memories. If you guys have any traditions that I should personally try, because I am looking for new ones this year, you guys, I'm not kidding. Please let us know. You can find us on Instagram at mind over millennial podcast. You can find that millennial Lauren on Instagram and, and my name is Tess. Uh, you can also hit us up on Gmail at mindovermillennialpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. You don't reach out to us enough. We know you're listening because it makes us want to create more content. We love you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Mind Over Millennial Music by Zach Era and Gabriel Ramos. We are funded mainly by ourselves, but we're not too proud to ask for support. Feel free to drop us a line to learn how you can keep learning from our mistakes and Google sources, of course.